0: So let's get into it. Let's uh, break this down. Frank Endicott, former Kiwis coach, joins the Radio Sport Breakfast. How are you, Frankie?
1: I'm really good, thanks, fellas. Very good.
0: We were trying to pick your mood before seven. How are, honestly, <laughs> what are you thinking?
1: Well, I'm shocked, to be honest. Um, I didn't expect that I can actually understand what he's doing. And he has that right. He has the choice. And, uh, and he's made his choice. I think we need to respect that. And move on. I mean, you look at the rest of the, the balance of players in our in our pool in the NRL, and we've got plenty of good players to pick from. Sure, he's going to be a loss. It's going to, um, you know, it's going to make it tough for us now. But you know, you move on. You've, you've just got to accept the decision.
2: So, I mean, you said you you understand it. How do you understand him making that decision then?
1: Well, he, he he he's got his own reasons. I mean, whatever it is, whether it's a coaching thing, I. I have read that he's got a um, a real connection with the Tongan coach from the past. He, he gets on well with them. He, he's he got this thing that he wants to represent Tonga. They, they looked after him four years ago when he played for them. He enjoyed being in the squad. But he's also played 10 tests for the Kiwis, and I can guarantee he would have enjoyed the time in the Kiwi squad because there's nothing better.
0: Oh, but did he? I mean, look at how he was used or misused last year by uh, by the coach. He, he spoke with us on our program and said as much, which forced David Kidwell into backtracking. Any chance there's a left hangover from that?
1: It could well be a hangover. I mean, that was a major blunder by you know by David, but he was inexperienced at the time, and uh, he did make a blue. He put the hand up and, and said he did. He forgot he was on the bench. But you know, how can you forget a good player like that on the bench? But it happens in the heat of the moment. And uh, It could be a hangover. Um, You know, I've I've heard several rumours, but uh, it's still his decision. And, uh, you know, we've just got to go along with it.
0: What about the way, though, in which he's conducted himself here, Frank, where he hasn't actually spoken to the Kiwis coach or the selectors. He sent a text message. It's my understanding. He sent a text message to the manager of the team and the Kiwi selectors had no idea this was coming until a day ago.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's pretty ordinary, to be honest. Um, you know, he, he, what he should have done was rang the coach or the selectors and um, and told him he was thinking about uh, or, or about to join Tonga. Uh, that would be the right thing to do. That's always what's been done in the past, both ways. I mean, the same from a coach. If a player, a top player misses out, um, then that player deserves a phone call. Well, so is the coach. So sending a text message um, from manager to manager, I understand, is a, is very ordinary, to say the least.
2: Frank Endicott's with us. Frank, though, what does it say, though, about the level of organisation in the Kiwis management if this is a surprise? Like, why was this not almost set in stone a couple of months ago, the squad?
1: Well, that's that's a good point you make because, um, you know, I, I know from, from days gone by we used to put our squad together and you used to talk to the players and, 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 you know, just gauge how they're feeling leading up to a Test Series or a World Cup and you can just tell by their voices. They tell you straight out, just can't wait, you know? um if you uh, if you ring a player and he's uh, he's indecisive I'd make the call for him um very simple because the kiwi jersey's the number 1 jersey that players want to play for and uh you know there's nothing higher and you just you know if, if the player doesn't cherish the kiwi jersey you don't want him anyway yeah, I'd rather have a player with half the ability that wants to play for the for the jersey. You know, they'll give everything.
0: As you, um, say, as you say, Frank, it's his decision to make, and he's entitled to do that under the eligibility criteria of International Rugby League. And with that, may come in the future a chance for him to represent New Zealand again. Should he be picked for New Zealand again?
1: Well, that makes it a joke. Uh, but he, you know, with the way the eligibility rules uh, allow Tier 1 and Tier 2 countries to switch, um, it, it, it's a joke. But then you see the other side of it, and you say, well, hang on, this is going to help strengthen the Pacific Island teams. And uh, and let's face it, there's some real good players that um, for the Pacific Islands that wouldn't make Australia or New Zealand. So what do they do? Do you just say, we're not playing in the World Cup, or do you play for one of your, you know, the Tongas, the uh, Samoas, the Fijis, to help strengthen the competition? And I heard you say earlier, and make it a festival of, of rugby league, and I think that's the answer to it. I, I think we need to have our... Our best players. You look at a, you look at Australia, and, and and to me, the best fullback in, in Australia at the moment, and, and coming up over the next few years, is Tedesco, and he gets left out of the Australian squad. So he do, does he sit out the World Cup, or does he go and play for Italy? You know, it's a, to me, it's an easy decision. I can actually understand the flexibility between allowing players in Tier One and Tier Two uh, countries to switch.
0: But you could also argue, though, that Tedesco's in the fortunate position of having a fallback option. But if he chooses to play for Italy, shouldn't he therefore stick with Italy for the rest of his career?
1: Um, that, that, well, what say Australia picking next time? I mean, as I say, it's, it's that flexibility is the is the choice that he has to make And whatever choice. I, I mean, he might he might be dirty on Australia next time and say, no, I'm staying with Italy. I mean, that's his choice.
2: But but Frank, um, that, to me, that comes across as treating the countries like like NRL clubs, that, oh, I'll just go to that one, I'll just go to that one. To me, there's got to be something special about playing international sport.
1: Well, well, I agree with you, but, you know, have we got the amount of players um, to to fulfil these countries' uh, squads? I mean, you know, (laughs) we haven't got the players that other sports have got, like soccer and, and rugby union. You know, we haven't got the same numbers, so we've got to... You know, I say we, the the World Cup organisation, uh, have got to make some some rules to help, you know, make the competition not a joke. Uh, and well, that's I think, the
0: thing, isn't it? I mean, if you're going to do something, you've got to do it well. Does, does International Rugby League actually therefore need a Rugby League World Cup?
1: I think so. I think, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we've got two games down here in Christchurch and I can't wait to get there. So, you know, I mean... Just seeing the Kiwis in crisis, we haven't seen them for so long. So it's still our country. It's still a team that we're going to get out and support regardless of who plays in the team. We'll, we'll, what we'll be seeing is 17 black and white jerseys and we'll be supporting them.
0: Uh, any, ch- any chance you'll get to Hamilton to see Tonga play the Kiwis? Yeah.
1: I do not tell you what, hey? I, 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 I wouldn't mind coming up for that one. I think it'll be a beauty because Tonga have got a very good team regardless of Tamalolo. So he's going to help and just having him in that team is going to charge that team up unbelievable. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be an interesting one, that. A do, very do you think, interesting game.
0: Frank, do you, do you think if David Kidwell had any idea this would play out like it has done or New Zealand Rugby League had any idea this would play out, they would perhaps have extended an olive branch to Bromwich and Procter.
1: Um, that, that, that could be a possibility, but I think the decision's been made there and, um, you know, they really, they, i I thought those two players forced them into making that decision. And, um, and at the time I applauded the coach for making the decision. It showed a, an act of strength to me. Um, a hard call had, had to be made, whether it was the World Cup or whatever, a hard call had to be made and they made the call. So I, I wouldn't knock them for that. Um, you know, you can't have guys going around, you know, sniffing white stuff on a bar and 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 after a test match, high profile players, including your captain of the Kiwis, um, and not make a tough decision. So I can actually understand that one. Mm. Even though we're gonna miss them as players. Yeah.
2: More important to the Kiwis winning was was it Jason Tomololo on the field or David Cowell in the coach's box?
1: Ah, oh, you know, <laughs> you, you, you it's a tough one. I, I, I think you'd rather see the player out there. Obviously, I mean, you know, those when you when you when you coach the team you you don't actually coach them because they're there with a short time. You coordinate them. You you, you bring them to a tight group and uh, and get them up for one or two games. And um, you know, it's it's an easier it's an easier job to get a, a coach rather than a a player of the class of Tomalola. He's a special player.
0: Yeah. All right, Frank. Well, look, we Thanks, appreciate Frank. your time this morning. Good stuff.
1: Thanks very much, Dan. Have a good day.